I'm Chris Carter, host of the Locked On Steelers podcast, and this is your Locked On Now reaction to the Steelers' 24-17 win over the Los Angeles Rams to get the Steelers to a 4-2 record. We will do our full episode shortly in a bit, but we always do a quick reaction episode to get the word out about the game. This was the most impressive win the Steelers have had all season. They, they, they were able to get some big plays on defense. T.J. Watt with a huge interception that sparked the second-half score in the third quarter. But the story of the game, in my opinion, is the surge from the offense to win this game. You have in the off with the offense a struggling first half, but people pointed the fourth quarter. It was really the entire second half. The Steelers had five drives in the second half. Three of those drives resulted in touchdowns. One did result in a punt, but the last drive also resulted in them getting two first downs to close out the game. This was huge progress from the Steelers. And I know some people might be out there saying, well, the Rams, they're not too good of a defense. Didn't matter who they were playing. The Steelers offense wasn't putting up much, much of these points in any of the games. And in this game, they hadn't scored much of any rushing touchdowns this year. They got three in big ways. Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, and Kenny Pickett all finding the end zone in this game. The return of Deontay Johnson just in time. Five catches, 79 yards. Also opening up more opportunities for George Pickens, who had five catches for 107 yards. This was a true team win by the Steelers. Kenny Pickett really turned it on. The offensive line deserves a ton of credit for this win. There's no doubt about this in my mind that the offensive line, they might have been one of the biggest factors in this game. If you go back and you look at the second half, a lot of those runs that they had, the collective push they were getting, even Dan Moore Jr., who started this game in place of Broderick Jones to protest of myself and many others out there who cover and watch the Steelers. I thought Broderick Jones should have been the guy in this game. Dan Moore Jr. stepped up, and you got to give him credit for that. There were several key blocks. I believe it was on Najee Harris's run where he pulled inside and got a huge block. It was a big run for Najee Harris. Either way, there was – there was just a lot of, I thought, kinetic energy you found, you felt, you felt from the Steelers boosting forward in this game, executing the plays that were right in front of them. The defense, first half, giving up some big plays here and there. The big touchdown at the end, disappointing. Uh, but you look at this this team, this team in total right now, and if the offense, we we asked if they had, if they were building off of what they did at the end of the Ravens, they expanded upon that in this game. Didn't start the way you wanted. But wins like this for a young offense with a young quarterback, a shaping a shaping offensive line, young receiver like George Pickens and Calvin Austin, a uh, young backfield that you're that, that are that are still finding their pace with this with this team. These type of wins can build your confidence to getting to a better place, and that's where the Steelers are right now, in my opinion, with Kenny Pickett. I, I looked throughout this game, and I saw several points where the Steelers could have folded in big moments, but they came up big. And yes. The first half, still lots of problems. Two, three and outs, um, you know, four punts, a field goal, not good looks at all. And it looked abysmal going into the second half. Um, and it was it was in a bad place. But I think that we saw resiliency from the Steelers, and that may may be their biggest factor as a team this season. They haven't come in and started hot in any of the games. In fact, I don't think they've scored a point in the first quarter of any game this season. But one thing that you find out in most of their contests, the Niners and Texas game is good, but all four of their wins, they turn it on in the second half. They find the mismatches that they want to exploit and they go after them and they minimize other key matchups that the other team wants to, wants to take advantage of. For example, for example, in this game, Pukunakua, yes, he had 154 receiving yards. And that was big numbers on his part. But Cooper Cup, two catches on seven targets for 29 yards. Yes, two of those were drops, but still, anytime you limit Cooper Cup to 29 yards, you had a good day. Aaron Donald, just four tackles, 
no sacks, did get a pressure, might have had him even, even two or three uh, when they tallied up at the end of the day. But for him not to destroy your game, huge from this Steelers offensive line. Game planning goes into executing that out, minimizing the best defensive tackle in the NFL, minimizing one of the best receivers in the NFL, and finding a way to win. And, yes, this win is far from perfect. Uh, the Rams averaged way too much on the ground in this game. I'm looking at it here. It looks like they ran for 135 yards and 31 carries. That is a 4.4 yards average per carry. Not terrible, but not great. You want to be better. You want to be better than that. But still, I look at this and I see a Steelers team that is finding more ways to win. They were perfect three out of three in the red zone, 100 100% on that one. Um, you know, so I, I look at there's several positive things to pull out of this this game for the Steelers. Um, and another thing for Kenny Pickett. And I want to talk about more of this when I have time to analyze a few more things and we do a full show for the Monday episode. But I thought Kenny Pickett in the first half, there were some misses, but I felt like this was the game where most of his most of the, the, the lack of success wasn't as much on him because of pressures that were getting to him and things that could have been done in, in other areas. But in the second half, when he got his opportunities, he gave his guys chances. And that's what you need to do with this offense. I think Deontay Johnson, I said he was a big impact. You saw him in this game. It was a huge third and eight, I want to I want to say, that he had a big 39-yard uh, reception that sprung the Steelers into scoring position for their second touchdown in the second half. Um, <clears throat> the, the opportunities he gave to George Pickens to catch the ball more and get one-on-one -on -one situations, you know, both of them you want to avoid their taunting penalties and everything. But the Steelers right now, I think that this is a rhythm type of win. And – the more I'll study the tape on this game, the more I'll be able to see how much is Kenny Pickett finding the rhythm in this offense and finding the the pace that he needs to operate, think, and, and process to get to where uh, Matt Canada wants to, wants him to go. And I'll say this too: I see some people saying that you know there was a, there's other jokes that have been hire Matt Canada. Uh, I've seen out there. I, put, I posted a picture of it in the uh, on my Twitter account because it was actually pretty funny in the the Steelers YouTube live stream of the of the post game press conference, uh, but. Uh, I, I don't think Matt Canada did anything different this game because again, I don't think he's been, I don't think it's been the play calling itself that has been the biggest problem. I think that he needs to get his quarterback to execute. And in this game, he executed, he took what was there and we'll see more with the all 22 when that comes out this week, because then we'll be able to ass assess and say, okay, this is coming from this direction. This is coming from that direction. This was his read. And this was his processing. That to me will be the biggest determining factor of just how good Kenny Pickett really was in this game. But from just an eye, I didn't, wasn't at the game. I was at home watching, watching on Fox, like most people um, from my eyes, I thought Kenny Pickett did a great job seeing the field, taking gutsy throws, uh, keeping plays alive and keeping and, and fight fighting it out there for his team. And again, that is now 18 starts. I believe that's six game winning drive. No, no, seven game winning drives and five fourth quarter comebacks. Kenny Pickett continues to be clutch for the Steelers. And if he can find a way to turn that clutch into being consistent and dead and dangerous this offense can go so much higher. It was the glimpse of it that we saw in preseason, and we weren't sure if we'd ever see it, we'd ever see it in the regular season. We still haven't. They still haven't gone, you know, five for five on touchdown drives the way they did in the regular in the preseason. But we have seen now back-to-back -back weeks where the game was on the line. Kenny Pickett needed to make some big boy throws. And he did just that. And again, the offensive line, one of the biggest question marks uh, that I've had uh, going into this, going into this part of the season, coming out of the bye. How would they perform? I thought 
first half, they were shaky. Second half, they also turned it on. They created the space for Jalen Warren to get his touchdown, for Najee Harris to get his touchdown, uh, for the Steelers to run a collective 86 yards on, on, on the day. You know, not a dominant performance on the ground, but a solid one that helped them balance their offensive performance in, in the second half. They, I thought they also protected Kenny Pickett fairly well in the second half. They did give up two sacks in the first half and some, some unnecessary pressures. But by and large, they fixed, they fixed a lot of things, and they really turned it on, just like they did against the Ravens last week in the second half. If the Steelers start finding more of those answers sooner in football games, this is going to be a much better team. But even so, even while they haven't been a much better team right now, they are 4-2, and two, and they're right behind the 5-2 and two Ravens, who laid a whooping on the Detroit Lions in a, on, a, um, on, on Sunday. And uh, if you're the, if you're a Steelers fan, you should really like where the Steelers are at right now. Defense figuring things out, offense figuring things out. Um, you get to play a Jaguars team that's pretty tough. They had a big win, 31-24 over the Saints just this past weekend. That's not going to mean he gave it home. But now you're in a position where you win that game. You're five and two with with back to back wins against decent teams with decent quarterbacks. Boom, back to back, you know, three wins in a row with, team, with decent teams with decent quarterbacks. You're, you're starting to put it together that maybe you are that team that we thought they were in the preseason. Again, I'm Chris Carter on the Locked On Steelers podcast. You can find this show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. This is just the Locked On Now reaction where I just give my initial thoughts. I'm going to have a full breakdown, three-segmented show here on the Locked On Steelers podcast very soon. Stay tuned. We'll have that episode out Sunday night here and then going into Monday so that you all have that for your Victory Monday episode. But again, thanks for tuning into the Locked On Steelers podcast. We'll see you on the full episode very soon right here. 